Yo, 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 what's up everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again, another fantastic indie comic interview. It is your Caped Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our friend, Miss Rena of Magic Gal Media. We're here to break down her Indiegogo, Black Raspity part one, and just fill in the blanks since we've had you on uh, since last. How have you been doing? Welcome back on. Thank you for having me back. Everything's been going good. Yeah, I've noticed that your campaign is doing exceedingly well. I mean, you're at, uh, 6,486 of 5,000. That is such a killer goal and you have eight days left. Uh, when we last talked, how many uh, backers did you have on your campaign? Or uh, guess, followers, excuse me. Uh, well, sign up, yes, I had like a total of 709 signups prior to launch. So when you went live, how, how much of that did you see uh, actually convert into backers? Uh, not much, between five to 10%. So what uh what did you find yourself doing after that to kind of help get this uh this number up there because you're at 157 so you definitely put in a lot of work um if uh the conversion didn't work out in your favor. I've been promoting like crazy on Twitter, mm -hmm. reminding people, highlighting um my stretch goals, reminding people who were going to back and forgot to back if they can. I also kind of promoted the um the incentives the, the exclusive train car and the secret print mm -hmm. on my twitter so uh, yeah it definitely it looks like the network on twitter worked in your favor uh to, to get this number we've already kind of dove deep into a lot of uh a lot of things before with our first interview what i'll do is i'll pin that uh, up above so at this point in the interview that link will be popping up but to kind of give anyone new that's watching uh, a, a little bit of a, a, a refre um, refreshment on it, what would you uh, give us for a summary of, of your comic? Uh, yes, my comic is a 35-page plus horror cultural comic about magical singers imbued with the power of the goddesses of old trying to fight off, trying to save humanity from an evil goddess turned pop star and her evil music empire. Mm-hmm. And it's it's phenomenal. I remember uh, our breakdown, just uh, how much uh, you touched face on just the, the amount of research you did uh, to really capitalize on the different like personalities and the influences within this. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, let's start breaking down the campaign a little bit more in depth because before we just had the preview to look at. So uh, now we can kind of see a little bit more of what to expect in some of the interior pages as well. So right here is the Indiegogo. I'm gonna go ahead and put this link in the chat for you guys so you guys can all get a chance uh, to check it out and make sure you're you back it if you get interested we have dr uh hino 419 over on youtube uh stopping in saying hey yo how are you doing man welcome to the chat uh so miss rena give us a little bit a bit of a breakdown of what we're seeing here um you know uh how, how how's everything going uh towards the the last you know week of your of uh, your your campaign what are you looking forward to um i'm planning on extending my my campaign i'm in my first day, 30 days so my goal is to try to hit my first stretch goal before I have to extend. So uh, when you extend, uh, how, how, how many days do you push it back by? 30, another 30 days. Okay. So uh, yeah, I, I've done a lot of Kickstarter, but Indiegogo's I've done just a few. Uh, so I wasn't uh, sure on how that process works. So is that something where uh, you're gonna push it back regardless uh, um, of the amount on the funding? Yes. Okay. And then um, 
we are we're gonna take a look at the stretch goals uh down below but ultimately what type of goal are you looking at uh trying to hit overall 6500 all right and we are actually we're getting pretty close there it looks like we're just 14 dollars away uh not too bad um and that's gonna you said that's gonna be bringing us to our first stretch goal for this campaign correct yes awesome and we have uh, elena over on twitch stopping in to say hello as well um welcome to the stream any questions guys feel free to uh drop them in and uh we'll have miss rena answer them for you so right here is a breakdown uh in the start of the story uh once again black raspity part one is a black and white manga size 35 plus page comic book and this is a look at the cover uh so uh do you want to give us a little bit of a breakdown of what we're looking at here on the cover yes uh, you have the protagonist in both her civilian and magical girl form. On the right is her magical girl form, Hecate, who is based on the Greek goddess of witches and ghosts. And then on the left, you have the main character, Althea Mahalia. So uh, what type of uh, personalities and characteristics can we see from the two different versions? It's not going to change that. They're not going to change that much in terms of like their transformation. They're still going to have the same personality. Mm -hmm. But their overall character is foul mouth, rebellious teenager who basically has a bit of a ego on her and who somehow pisses off a god. <laughs> we have uh, Joseph uh, McKeever over on YouTube uh, saying woo black raspity as well. Looks like you, ha you have a lot of hype surrounding uh, your book. Uh, I've seen a lot of hype uh, early on and uh, late in the game. Uh, it's it's awesome to see the following that's uh, just grown around you and in, in this uh, comic. Thanks. So down below, we are looking at some of the interiors uh, of the, the pages as well. So what are we seeing in this scene in particular? Uh, you have uh, a, car uh, a former magical girl named Hope running away from some creature or creatures. Like, she's slowly being stalked by them. Mm -hmm. I really love the detail uh, and, and just how awesome the artist was able to detail these uh, panelings and the cat looking out the window as well. And the expression is, is pretty good, too. Uh, you can definitely tell uh, this character does not like what's happening. Um, and then uh, the, the paneling was uh, done pretty well, too. So what type of direction did you give your artist uh, to, to get this kind of uh, this paneling done? Um, I didn't really I just provide her description. She was able to convey what I was trying to say in my script perfectly. Yeah, that is so I, awesome. Uh, yeah, who was gave, oh. oh, go ahead. I, I always think I will say that I gave her the character sheets of each of the characters mentioned in the story and she was able to understand what I wanted, how I wanted them to be conveyed in my story without uh, who, assistance. Who was uh, the artist on the project for you? Jan Apple. Jan Apple, all right, yeah, yeah. They were able to really, I, I, I love the detail, the storminess in the background and then just the environments, the way the buildings are done. Um, everything just looks gorgeous. I really like the pers perspective that was done in these panels. Thank and then right, right here is another flashback. So we talked a little bit about this in our first interview. But for anyone that is new uh, and that is watching, let's get a little bit of a breakdown of who we're seeing in this particular panel. Uh, yes, this, these are the glamorous marionettes. I based them off the music genre Bubblegum Pop, and as well as the Greek goddesses of Vengeance, the Uranids, also known, well, properly known as the Furies. So from left to right, you have Alcito, Megara, and Tiffany. 
So, uh, which one of these uh, are your are your favorites? Would you say which one uh, is the one that you kind of favor the most? Uh, I'd say Megara, the one in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she looks pretty brutal. Uh, I I love how just graphic and gore uh, gory this scene was too. It definitely, it portrays a lot of the horror aspect within the book. And then, so down below, we see another interesting panel too. This was something I don't think I, I was able to see on the preview page. So what is it, what's happening in this scene? You have Alethea kind of in an audition to, oh, hey, Joseph. Uh, she's in an audition to um, get signed on for a record, a record label. And she's like super nervous. As you can <laughs> see that some of the characters in this town aren't exactly human. Mm -hmm. Rhapsody takes place in a world that's it's basically it's an urban fantasy like world where you have like magical creatures among people and it's just like a no biggie to them. And then uh is this character right here are, are these characters of uh any importance or are they just kind of the the NPCs? Well the one on the right is an NPC, the one on the left is like the uh he works for the big bad. Mm -hmm. So are we going to see more of him within the book as well? Oh, yes. You are going to see more. He's awesome. kind of like uh, Dulcibel's bodyguard. Okay. All right. So we might... Uh, is So is he He's going to be one of the bad guys we're looking at or... Yes. Awesome. And then down below, we have another interesting uh, interaction. So who is this new uh, person that we're introduced here? Uh, yes, this is Daphne Campbell. She's the talent coordinator at Nebula 2 Records, which is the record label in the world of Black Rhapsody. It's a popular one that a lot of people will love to get signed up on. She's kind of greeting Alethea as she walks in the door because mm -hmm. Alethea is like a participant in this um, contest, like audition-like contest. And then this is when we see the action start to happening. Her uh, get her uh, her axe out. This brutal looking guitar with the skull as the head. I love it. And, yeah, uh, that, that, yeah, that axe actually plays a role in the story. You're going to see way later. So uh, when she transforms, uh, is is it through music? Like, how does this transformation take place? Um, that's kind of a spoiler. Okay, I got you. I got you. It involves another character that's going to be introduced later. <laughs> all right so this is uh credits to the creative team as well uh written and created by uh s sanchez art and letters by jan apple edited by piper steed and db Fastbinder. uh i could not pronounce this earlier uh can you uh, give me the pronunciation for the pinup please uh so i, I was kind of close i did uh, a little shout out earlier uh for uh um, uh, campaigns that were ending soon, and uh, I, I struggled on, on that one uh, a little earlier. I understand. And then uh, print by Ruben uh, Nagai. So uh, the music industry can be so cutthroat. A religious worship falls out of favor among the younger generations. A new form of reverence takes its place. Many young people now turn to pop stars and musicians for guidance and inspiration. Some even dream of pursuing fame themselves. Althena is a uh, is one of them uh, what started out as an opportunity to showcase her talents to a major rec record label turns into a living nightmare for Althena gifted with the mysterious powers from the goddess of the old uh, they must find others like her in order to stop an ancient evil from conquering the world and the music charts so we have a lot of music intertwined in this uh, how big is music going to play a part within this comic just to kind of uh, touch base upon it it's going to play a huge part because a lot of the villains you're going to see are references to like famous singers or musicians for example the main villain Dulcibella 
is uh kind of like I she was inspired from Beyonce Knowles. Mm-hmm. So, but they're like through the lens of these gods. So you have gods as pop stars. So like, let's say I could have like someone like Ozzy Osbourne in my comic, but he wouldn't be Ozzy Osbourne. He would be like, I don't know, Odin. Okay. If I wanted to. I'm not guaranteeing that, but I'm just saying that's an example. Mm-hmm. Like a personification, like 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 a you know you, you take you take the image and make it something else. I get it. Yeah. So right here is a breakdown of the uh, protagonist right here. So you want to give us a little recap of what we're looking at? Yes, this is Althea Mahalia. She's a rebellious teen with a heart of gold. She has a mouth on her, which kind of, let's say, kicks off the story. And the overall conflict involving her and Dusabella. She once she she attends the um, audition and wants to become like to sing with her favorite bands because, you know, she's a young teen and it'll be like an mm-hmm. awesome dream to sing with the, your favorite singers and, and stuff like that things don't go her way during the audition now she has to fight for her life <laughs> and she's about to learn the uh, age old lesson why you should never anger of god so I'm really interested in how that happens I know that's uh, spoiler territory so we probably won't venture too deep into that but it is rather interesting to hear that you say she has a mouth on her and that she ends up angering one of the gods so um, I'm sure that's a rather interesting uh, situation now down here though we're introduced to the antagonist of the story so who are we looking at here this is Dulcie Bell she's the antagonist she's a very egotistical dark deity who wants to basically remain on top that's the quote-unquote only god in the world as you do when you're an evil god <laughs> she gets into a conflict she gets head to head with Alethea now let's say she wants Alethea's head yeah I really like this design right here too you can definitely tell she has a lot of power and elegance about her so what type of personality can we see from her deceptive egotistical um kind of selfish but does have like a soft spot for her Let's say people close to her. She tends to see her own minions and cult as tools, so she doesn't really value them beyond how you value a knife to cut butter. <laughs> and then right here, uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll go up above and look at uh, some of the tiers first, and then we'll dive into the perks so that way uh, we get a good idea of what we're looking at. So we'll scroll up here. And it looks like the featured uh, perk right now is the all-in-one plus the acrylic standee. You're going to receive everything in the campaign aside from the drawing tier. This tier includes the digital PDF, a physical copy of the standard cover, S, uh, safer work and laundry pinup prints of uh, Daphne Campbell, and poster of the virgin cover art and acrylic standee. So it's an awesome amount of just uh, merchandise within this uh, within this tier. So which uh would you say, which would you say is uh your favorite uh piece of merchandise that's featured within this? Uh, I would say the book as well as the poster. Mm-hmm. Cause like and, I said, I just love the artwork of yeah. the poster. Yeah, no, it definitely it looks awesome. I I, I def I love the look of uh the, the character before and after the transformation as well. Uh, what was some of the inspirations for some of the design uh afterwards? Like you know the purple hair. Uh, we have the lip piercing and the wings. Like, what kind of inspired you for that character design? I looked up, uh, I forgot the name, the goth fashion model for Hecate's design, as well as the Hex Pearls. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, this, like, if you were to see, like, a full, like, full body 
piece of Hecate's design, you can very clearly that there was some Hex Girls inspiration to it. All right, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I was just curious because I kind of just like sprung up in my head because it seems like a pretty unique design. Um, and I, I, I just love how detailed it is as well. So uh, the tier yeah. underneath that, uh, we're looking at the digital PDF. This is going to be for $10 USD. Um, th this will just get you the, the digital copy of uh, the book itself. Yep. For $5 more, you're going to get the actual book itself uh, with shipping. How much are we looking at for shipping with this? For the book, for the book only, it's going to be like $8 for shipping. But it varies for different regions. So if you're like yeah. in like Australia, it's going to be a lot more. So for those international uh, customers, I mean, the, the digital PDF might be a better option for you because uh, shipping uh, can get pretty out of hand for international shipping. Yeah. So under this, we have uh, the book with two prints plus poster. So you can get the book, you can get the poster, and then two prints, the, the lingerie and the safer work for uh, 25 USD. Mm-hmm. And then uh, get drawn in is actually sold out. So you actually you had five of five claimed on it. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, so, what, 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 where can they expect to be drawn in? Like a dancing scene or an action scene? And uh, uh, that's the thing. I will have to choose the certain scenes because, yeah, I will have to choose the scenes for them to be drawn in. I gotcha. I gotcha. So but I will ask. Oh, sorry. No, you can go ahead. I was gonna say I will ask. Do you want to be like a human or like a magical creature? Oh no, that'll be awesome. Yeah. I, I probably should have spec that, specified that in the drawing. <laughs> now that I think about it. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll scroll down back down to the perks after since we've gone to the tiers. So the first perk is going to be the acrylic standee. It's going to feature the full body artwork of the series protagonist on a one on one side and her magical girl persona on the other. That's yeah, that is awesome. So uh, this looks how, how excited are you for this? Since this is like some of your favorite art, this has to be phenomenal to have. Yeah, I'm super excited. My artist is still working on the um, actual artwork for the um, standee. Okay, so it's going to be different than the cover? It's going to be inspired from the cover. Okay. And then uh, we also have a variant cover, uh, a secret variant cover done by a guest artist will unlock at 6,500. We'll be paired with the not safer work print. We'll automatically be included in the all, the all, the all in one perk, excuse me. So uh, this is, this sounds like it's going to be a pretty awesome uh, project as well. Uh, I, I mean, how excited are you for this guest? Uh, I without spoiling anything. I am super excited. The I should say the secret uh, variant cover is already done. Ooh. So once we pass, once we pass that um, goal, I will unveil what actually is and the guest artist. Okay, and uh, yeah, we're just fourteen bucks away, guys. So you can make that happen literally during tonight's stream. And uh, we, oh god, <laughs> I literally just got an email. Someone got uh, contributed, so we should, uh, you know, unveil it. Ooh, can oh, we? on stream. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, real, real quick though, let, let's uh, let, before we get there, let's uh, finish it up. Uh, the rest. So the poster. Um, love the cover of the book. Get an eighteen by twenty. Uh, it, this is inch, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, eighteen, 18 by twenty by inch post of the virgin cover, um, featuring Athena and her uh, magical uh, girl persona. Yes. And then I I, I love this print as well. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, you don't mind if I tweet you DM me, I mean, sorry, DM you the um, cover so you can showcase. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. 
Let me just find it. Oh, there we go. I'm excited that happened during the stream. That is so awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, now I'm anticipating we need to we need to um refresh. <laughs> so uh and then last but not least, we have this print right here that is gonna lock on 9500 and it's gonna automatically be included in the all uh the all-in-one perk. This is such an awesome print as well. We're showing some of that attitude flick uh, flipping off the, the camera. Yep, that's Althea in a nutshell. <laughs> And then print up, uh, pin up prints, uh, get the sexy uh, 8x10 pin up prints featuring uh, Nebula, Tune Records, Talent Coordinator, uh, Daphne uh, Campbell, uh, the Safe for Work version right here. Yes. And then the lingerie version as well. Yes. And the steamy, not safe for work version. That is, this is yes. automatically unlocked then, right? Uh, yes. So this will also be included in the all for one perk. Yes. Get a steamy little uh, not safe for work picture there. And then just a yeah. little quick recap on the stretch goals. So 6,500 for the second variant cover, which we're going to unreveal. We're going to reveal, not unreveal. That's the complete opposite. We're going to be doing that next. Uh, 8,000, you will get the comic fully covered and shipping will be available as an add-on and as a tier. And then uh, 9,500 for that print. So let's go ahead and we will get back into the main chat. I'm going to look up, I'm going to save that picture, add it to... Uh, our thing and then we will do the reveal of it there we go so right here is the variant cover the special guest cover that we just unlocked so give us a breakdown of what we're looking at what this is modeled after and uh everything in between uh yes uh the person who the artist who did it is by the name of chris wanto Y. he's an indonesian artist He's a really good artist, so if you guys want an artist for work, contact him. I'll give you his information on my tweet. Well, I'll give his portfolio on my tweet. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, this I call this the Queen in Yellow. This is a reference to Beyonce Knowles' formation by Malika Favreau. She's yeah, she's a French artist, and I really like her take on that. Beyonce that that scene in Beyonce's um music video formation mm -hmm. where Beyonce is standing she she has that hat over her head and she's in that black dress mm -hmm. and she has these two male butlers behind her so this is kind of like a reference to Malika's reference to that and my reference to Malika's reference of that that is so awesome I love it I love it so now now that we kind of have a visual of of this uh person like what type what are they capable of what, what what can we expect from them or is that spoiling too much uh she basically she can control the shadow because as you're going to eventually see in the um, book she can manipulate shadows like tentacles and grab people with it as well as other things that is so awesome yeah and i just love her design she looks so powerful and intimidating right now we have rick yeah. over on youtube saying uh, the queen in yellow is that a reference to the king in yellow yes because she is a Lovecraftian god. Well, she's not, she may not be specifically that Lovecraftian god, but she is based on a Lovecraftian god. Mm -hmm. And I just thought because Chris Wanto had give her a yellow outfit, I was just like, you know what? I might as well call a queen in yellow because why not? It makes, it makes sense. Yeah, that, that that is awesome. This is so gorgeous. And, and we just literally unlocked this tier during this live stream. So, yeah, let's get some hype in the chat. This is so awesome. Congratulations once again on that. Pop this out. So, now that we have taken a look at your Indiegogo, uh, we have just a couple days left. What can we expect from uh, from you in the campaign? Uh, what type of pushes are you looking at doing? 
And how are you uh, going to try to go about achieving uh, hitting that $9,500 goal to hit the last stretch goal? Uh, yes. Well, my next push is going to be the 8,000 stretch goal, which will allow my artist to fully color the book, which I will disclaim will take some time. So keep that in mind. Um, I plan on going on shows. To get to my final stretch goal, I plan on going on shows as well as promoting heavily on Twitter. And uh, so just to kind of go over it again, too, uh, for anyone that's watching, what's been working best for you on Twitter? Like what type of post, what type of uh, threads, uh, you know, should people be aiming for? Uh, yes, threads. In terms of threads, there's like a lot. But, but I, if you're like a creator and you're struggling to get like signups or eyes on your project, I would suggest Work in Progress Wednesday's writer list as well as self-promo Saturdays. Because a lot because I think work in progress Wednesdays as well as self-promo Saturdays tend to be like very um tabletop RPG oriented. And a lot of tabletop people were very interested in my project. Because a oh, lot of them cool. are in like yeah a lot of them are comic readers, anime, manga readers. And all you have to do is just pitch it the right way. Let, let's say, like, let's say what for my you probably see my you probably see my posts all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I've always pitched it as Madoka Magica meets Berserk, and that immediately gets people's eyes on it because there's a lot of Berserk fans in the tabletop community as well as like magical girlfriend, magic mm -hmm. girl fans. So, so yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it seems like it's awesome that you're able to touch like base upon those two like franchises and kind of help like get that growth going. That yeah, that's pretty genius. Yeah, always compare your work to something good and something memorable that people liked. So let me ask you this. Uh, now that you've uh, put a quite, you know, some time into your campaign and you have some days go to before you uh, push it back another 30 days, what's something different that you wish you would have done? Like if you had the opportunity to start this Kickstarter over again, what would be something you would do different this time around? I would have found a way to get the art assets I needed originally, like to have the... Um, actual artwork of the standee already present and as well as have have like more artwork from the book to showcase yeah, because having that art you know you're able to make those posts on on twitter and kind of just promote it a little bit better correct yes yeah, uh, you know, I'm just I'm always curious because, uh, you know, it seems like you've had great success with this campaign. So I'm um, asking this questions. Hopefully anyone that's watching that's kind of just like thinking of how to do it themselves. Maybe they could take a little note here and there and kind of just learn how to do it um, because you definitely have have killed it. I mean, you just hit the 6500. Congratulations once again. And you're just 3000 away from hitting that last stretch goal. Yeah, I also wanted to say that our chairs are another good way to get your eyes on your book especially if you have really good art that's going to draw a lot of attention and so where, where can you find those at uh twitter oh this, uh, that, in, yeah type in hashtag art share or just art share because tends to some people tend to forget the hashtag for some reason but if you just type in hashtag art and find a promo thread mm -hmm. meaning you can't just like oh it says hashtag our share just put your stuff because sometimes people be promoting their own stuff and it kind of comes a bit it kind of comes across as a bit rude to yeah promote your stuff under theirs so make sure that is a thread that's actively encouraging people to join mm -hmm. and not just someone individual 
promo thread. You know, and it's it's funny uh, that you bring this up. I think after our talk, I started doing, uh, like, because I think I did them, like, once or twice. But then after our talk, I think I started doing them, like, consistently, like, every week. Uh, those threads seemed like, people, like, seem to definitely get uh, likes, retweets, and backers out of them left and right. Yeah. So, uh, for anyone that's, uh, you know, we asked this before, uh, but it was just the preview launch. So, now that we're right in the middle of this campaign, for anyone that's watching and kind of on the fence about backing this Indiegogo, what would you like to say to them to kind of help push them over that edge? Uh, yes, with, like, make sure you utilize social media to its fullest, especially Twitter. There's a lot of people on Twitter compared to the other um, uh, social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you practice pitching your book. Like, for me, I kept changing, like, how the way I pictured, uh, pitched the um, book to different demographics because some people may not be familiar with Magical Girls or the Emmy references I yeah. mentioned. So, for, like, let's say a writer's lift, you might want to make it as general as possible. I do know that there's some people in the community in the writers community that like anime fans so they wouldn't like what you're trying to say because there's plenty of points where i had made posts and people just didn't understand what i was saying mm -hmm. no i could definitely own, like pitch or blurb I could definitely see where trying to uh, change up the pitch for different like uh, demographics would make sense. Like, especially like if you're trying to sell it to the tabletops, focus a little heavier on the berserk aspect of it. You know, if you're in the magic uh, gal or girl uh, realm, focus on the magic part of it. Um, I, I could see where that would definitely come into play, and and learning to have that adaptability would almost be like just key in it, right? Yes. What would so you say? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say the people out there don't just like reuse the same blurb over over again. Try change it up and try change up like the art, the um arts that you can showcase as long as it's not spoiler art. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, yeah, that that was actually just what I, I was about to ask uh, some advice on it. So I appreciate you going ahead and uh, providing that for us. Um, now, before we end things up, um, like last time, I always like asking questions uh, that can help uh, beginning writers. And uh, I think we've already asked that one, uh, you know, of how to get going. Uh, that's kind of like just a general one I like to ask. So for this time around, let's do something a little bit different. What would be some of your, your, your biggest advice? Like if you had to give one piece of advice for someone out there getting ready to do a campaign, what would be? the single biggest piece of advice you would offer them uh, make sure you utilize an editor and have other people check your work as well as if you're setting up a campaign make sure you consult someone who is more experienced than you in finances because I've seen way too many cases I almost did this myself that people just like misprice their um, tears and it just like discourages people from wanting to back them so, uh, what or, do you mean misprice? Like, have the pricing different in the tier than the image, or...? Like, for example, make sure you price it to where it's fair. Okay. So, if you have, like, a book that's, like, let's say 20 pages or, like, 25 pages or less, don't charge, like, $30, $40 for that book. Because, one, you're not really giving them a whole lot of content. Mm -hmm. So, it comes, it comes across as though you're trying to, um, you know, scam them. Or don't set your um your goal, your campaign goal too high. Cause keep in mind, if you are a first-time creator, you're not in the 
you got you got to think like realistically. Yeah. Like what would be feasible for you to reach? Like five thousand is feasible, but like eight thousand for a first timer, and we don't know you, and you have not shown like any mm-hmm. previous work behind that. No, that's not. Yeah, who are you? Not. What are you? What are you doing here? Yeah, just so, keep yeah. that one because I've seen this happen way too many times. And the thing is, your 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 original goal, like you've already surpassed it, so it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have a lower goal that you're not going to hit that six thousand or seven thousand dollar goal. Uh, you just have to push and work harder for it. Yes. Yeah. No. That that is so awesome, Miss Rena. I appreciate you coming back on and breaking down uh, this campaign for us. Now, before we end off completely, when can people uh, after this funds um, and the campaign is successfully over, how long? Uh, Will it, will it take? Do you think before readers will be able to get this issue in their hands? Um, I uh, I plan on fulfillment and hopefully getting this uh, the entire book done by April twenty twenty three to allow for like like production time because mm-hmm. it does take production does take time as well as like printers. There's, I've heard issues with printers recently that kind of stifles like the fulfillment process. So I yeah. want to account for that. And then, plus, if you hit that stretch goal uh, where where uh, it's going to be colored, uh, that could potentially push it back even a little bit more because coloring takes some time as well. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that, that that is awesome. I'm excited. I know uh, I got my uh, backing in. And if you're watching, once again, I just put that Indiegogo link in all of the respective platforms. We have Rick on YouTube saying, if uh, Serena writes conclusion down in a list it will still be more than it store so it, excuse me it will still be more true than 90 percent of the interpreal salesman books out there i cannot pronounce that word to save my life entrepreneurial uh, thank you thank you uh yeah no i uh, it definitely miss rena definitely has uh so much knowledge behind her uh, that's why i love asking these different questions and getting uh, your, your perspective on it because you could definitely tell that you put a lot of work and effort into it yeah thank you that is so awesome but with that being said guys we are going to be wrapping things up i am going to have uh the link for our first interview is going to be tagged within this video so you'll be able to check that video out as well as this one together uh i can't wait to see this book get funded um how long are we off from a part two you know let's say next year you get the book shipped out you know when are we looking at part two uh starting to happen after fulfillment once the once the last book goes out then i'll launch the mailing list for part two Okay. Hey, and much respect for that. I always love when creators want to wait for their fulfillment to be completed before they start the next endeavor. Yes. <clears throat> All right. So with that being said, we are going to be wrapping things up. Miss Rena, thank you once again for coming on and breaking this down and giving us a more in-depth look at the Indiegogo campaign, as well as an exclusive look at that cover. That was so awesome to have, have happen live. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, guys, I hope you all have a fantastic Sunday. Stay frosty. We're going to have more interviews coming out this later this week. Most importantly, though, keep it geekly.